The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Contact our rural sales advisors today. Colliersrural.co.nz Well, the footy ferns have been brought back down to earth after their historic 1-0 win over Norway last Thursday. The football ferns went down to tournament debutants the Philippines last night. As you've heard, 1-0 in a packed uh, stadium, Wellington Regional Stadium. Uh, joining us on the CSB this morning, the man that was thankfully calling the game last night. Piney, great to have you back calling the games for a start-off. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, BK. Thanks. Yeah, an honour to be handed a microphone for a World Cup. Uh, I, I just wish <laughs> I wish I wasn't such a bad luck charm for this team. What happened? What went What went wrong? Well, it's a, such a good question, and I've been thinking about it basically since the final whistle went. And I just wonder, BK, whether this occasion got a little bit the better of the football ferns. You know, all the euphoria, all the elation after Thursday night at Eden Park, and the fact that. You know, the, all of a sudden, the whole country caught football fever and everything was pointing towards this game last night, That you know, the one that New Zealand really could win, uh, even pre-tournament before anything else happened. This was the game they were targeting. And, and look, I, I'm not saying they didn't turn up, but I, I just wonder whether perhaps there was there was something about the occasion that, that uh, they really affected the football ferns last night. Look, they had some good chances. They got the ball in the back of the net and it was chalked off for a very, very close offside. They hit the post. Uh, Philippines goalkeeper Olivia McDaniel made an absolutely terrific save at the end to deny Grace Jarley. So they had their opportunities, but you wake up this morning and it's a 1-0 loss for New Zealand. You've got to say the Philippines did also play very well. Yeah, they had a good game. And and this is a team that's never been to a World Cup, a men's or women's. So history-making for them, BK. And they, yeah. Yeah, they set themselves up well. You know, they soaked up a lot of early pressure from New Zealand, then they went down the other end and got a goal themselves, and then in the second half, it was really all hands on deck for the Philippines players, and they just you know, uh, sort of uh, fended off wave after wave of attack from, from New Zealand, and, and they'll wake up this morning and think, you know, we deserved it. We deserved to win that game, and, and they now stay alive for the knockout rounds as well. It's a, it's a fascinating result in a group that now has um, all sorts of possibilities yeah. as we head into the final game. Plenty of chances, though. 16 shots on goal compared to four, even with the goal ruled out. We, we should really have been more clinical around the goal, shouldn't we? Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I saw Katie Bowen afterwards on the, uh, on the post-match interview with, uh, with Sky say exactly that. That word, BK, clinical. We weren't clinical enough. They did have their chances. Uh, look, the first half, they had a, the first 20 minutes, they really wo- uh, rode the wave of, yeah. of uh, you know, of momentum that they had. And, and they just, all that was missing was a goal. Uh, and that, you know, that seems silly to say, but it, but it was the case. And they had the opportunities to find the opening goal of the game, but couldn't do so. And then all of a sudden, the Philippines are 1-0 ahead. So, yeah, that's one thing that Yitka Klimkova will be asking of her team. A, a bit more ruthlessness, perhaps, in front of goal. Uh, and, and, yeah, I mean, there's... there's Look, it's, it's a really deflating result given what happened the mm. other night. You know, it was a, a, a prime opportunity, this, to, to win a second game in a row to all but secure their passage through to the uh, knockout rounds. And they would have as well with the nil-all draw last night between Switzerland and Norway. And now they've, they're, they're contemplating a week where they're, they're effectively playing knockout football on Sunday. They've got to win that game, really. To, uh, to go through to the round of 16. And Switzerland, I mean, they're a pretty strong side, really. What do we know about them? Well, 20th in the world. Uh, they, you know, they're, they're no superpower of world football. They're not a, uh, a Germany, a, a United States, a Netherlands, uh, nothing like that. But 
but they held a, a, a pretty desperate Norway side to a nil-all draw last night. So, yeah, they, they haven't conceded a goal in two games so far in the tournament, so that talks of how resolute their defence is. Uh, they got a couple of goals against the Philippines. Uh, one was a penalty, uh, the other a close-range effort. So it's not as though they're, they're absolutely you know, putting uh, teams to the sword. They couldn't score last night against Norway. Look, I think New Zealand will say, look, this is about us. We need to get back to what we did really well on Thursday at Eden Park and replicate that under the roof in Dunedin on Sunday. New Zealand made two changes at halftime with midfielders Olivia Chance and Annalie Longo getting their, their first action at the World Cup. Do you think that was a panic move or the right one for the, the New Zealand coaching team? Oh, I think they just needed to change something, BK. So I wouldn't say it was in, in any way a panic move. And I thought Annalie Longo in particular was, was just excellent. She came on, she injected some energy, enthusiasm and experience into the midfield. Liv Chance as well had a um, you know had an impact. She she uh, played a ball through for Jackie Hand that uh, Hand put against the post. It was a lovely ball from Olivia Chance. And she's probably the most creative force in this New Zealand side. So, look, I, I think they were, they were you know, a response to what had happened in the first half. Uh, I was ashamed to see India Page Riley come off. I think she's a young player with a lot of talent. But, you, you know, you've got, to, you've got to make the changes if you see the need for them. So that's the other part of this will be really interesting now, BK, is what Yitka does with the starting 11 on Sunday. Does she go back to the starting 11 from last night? Does she include the likes of Olivia Chance or Annalie Longo? Or does she try something completely different and bring in a player or players who haven't featured from the start so far in the tournament. So that'll be fascinating to watch as well. Interesting in the points table on Group A. Switzerland are now leading. They've got, uh, they've got four points. And uh, New Zealand and the Philippines on three. Norway on one. It's pretty tight. Yeah, that's what you want, I think, at a World Cup. I mean, if you take the, the, uh, you know, the, the parochialism out of it, you know, going into the final, final games, which are played simultaneously, uh, which is a, another little, little layer of fascination, you want all four teams to be alive going into the final game, and that's exactly what's happened here. Norway can still go through. If they beat the Philippines, for example, they'll go to four points, uh, and if New Zealand were to lose to Switzerland, they'd stay on four, and their goal difference would go down. So Norway know they can still make it. So can the Philippines, so can Switzerland, Mm. and so can New Zealand, BK. They can still be there in the round of 16. Look forward to hearing you call the uh, game on Sky on uh, Sunday, Piney. Hey, have a a good, uh, good day. Thanks, BK. Appreciate it very much. Jason Pine calling the games now, all New Zealand games on uh, on Sky on Sky Sport. Now, football with trees that count. Donate a native tree to score the greatest goal.